This week on Not Married with Children. Do you know what? I reckon that our town would have hated Michelle. Yeah. Like, here they go again. Parents don't give a fuck, do yeah. they? Nothing. They're still on. Like, this, this old woman came to the door. Like, trick or treat. She's like, what? <laughs> like, trick or treat. She's like, I don't know what you want. She shut the door on us. <laughs> Tess was biting you before. Mm. It reminded me of I um was talking to this guy today about this dog locked away in his in one of his rooms in his house. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've got a rescue dog in there. And it's fucking vicious. Yeah. Just full <laughs> full of love. Full of love Aww. for me and the missus. Yeah. But hates every other motherfucker. Mm. He goes. Tried to uh Tried to bite his brother-in-law or something. Mm. Dog's done. She's gone. Um, bite his nephew. Mm. Said she, they, were, they were walking the dog down the street the other day and it like jumped up and tried to eat this old lady's face off. Crazy. Yeah. Just makes you wonder. It makes you think of the horrible people in the world that yeah, yeah, yeah. scarred this poor dog. Mm. And um, her owners obviously the only ones that she trusts. Yeah. So horrible. So, so horrible. Um, there was actually a dog attack um, at one of the parks that I train at. What, recently? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, but the girls filled me in. Um, a, a lady had a, a small dog. Mm. I don't know, maybe like a chihuahua or something. Small. And the other dog, I don't know what breed the other dog was, but um, it attacked the lady. Ambulance came and everything. Got, um, yeah, ripped apart her arm and stuff. What's the chihuahua got to do with it? She was walking her dog. Right. She was walking her dog, and um, I think this this dog that attacked her was off the lead. I didn't get that. Yeah, um, look, I'm the same. I don't care how great your dog is if it's not in a designated leash free area. If it's near a playground, if you're just going for a walk, just put it on a fucking lead, mm. like. Regardless of how great the dog is, you've got people with fears, people with phobias, like you've got little dogs with little dog syndrome egging that dog on. Like ours. Yeah. You know, just don't. You've got mm. kids that are scared. Like Robbie's petrified of big dogs. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of them will just run like, over just to say hello. Yeah, kind of but thing. like regardless of how friendly the dog yeah. is, it, it, Robbie is still scared. Mm. And that's all there is to it. And they'll bowl him over and, like, yeah, I just, like, I was, when I was doing school drop-off on, on like, the main street, Mm. um, at drop-off time I saw this woman walking her two dogs. They were both big dogs and they were off the leash. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. Like, there's cars everywhere. Your dog could get hit. And there's kids everywhere, like yeah. 
even if they're great dogs, these kids could be scared of them. Like just. Yeah. It's just irresponsible. It really is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm really not. Like there's places for it. Yeah. Safe for the dog. It's That's why they have places for it. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. It's not about it. Yeah. It's not about it at all. Didn't see any tonight on the uh, Halloween run. No, because everyone put their fucking dog on a leash here. Yeah. I don't think I've seen any dog off a leash here. I haven't seen any dog turds either. Everyone picks up their dog turds. Yeah, everyone does. They do. Mm. Yeah. It's good. You're right. Um. Yeah, like there was a dog tonight and it had wings on it. Really? Yeah, had a little TJ stopped and asked to pat it. Right. On a lead. I haven't come across any dogs that aren't on leads mm. because that's how it should be. Yeah. I saw your, um, the screenshot you sent me before. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the commodity here in yeah, Sandhurst now. Absolutely. I have to wear it next year. I will. Now. I will. Got quite a uh, quite a bit of wear out of that costume. I'm over it. You're over it. Yeah. I'm over it when I wear it. It's pretty uncomfortable. It's <laughs> squashes the shit out of my head. I'm over like when I look back at you and you're in it. Just because. All I can see is your eyes, right? Yeah. It's a costume. I get that. Yeah. But the big shoulders. Mm. And you really do look like a monster trapped inside it. Like all I see is your eyes and I'm just like, this isn't right. Like I know that you can't really hear me either. I can hear you fine. But like you're walking around with your hands out because you can't do anything with them. And I'm like, you're fucking, you're almost a little bit useless. Like you're just walking around. Like you can't do anything. You can barely see. <laughs> Band just kicked in. Yeah. And everyone, like, everyone loves you, but you, yeah. you can't see everyone. Mm. I feel like you, you you don't intentionally do it, but you don't see everyone because you... I can't, I can't. You can't I, move I, your I've head. I've got, no, got no peripheral vision. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> This little crowd forming, and you can't see them. And I have to be like, honey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why if you go to theme parks and there's someone dressed up yes. in costume, there's always a helper there. Yeah, with but them. you know what? They get paid to do that. Yeah, but I'm saying that's why they're there because the person in the suit can't see shit. No. Or hear shit. So, yeah. It's good. It's good tonight. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Gave, gave me a bit of an idea of what to what to expect for next year. I mean, if they do this during this time, yeah, then I can't imagine what real Halloween is like. Here. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Did you um? Did you celebrate Halloween as a kid? Never. Never? I mean, Michelle and I tried. Right. <laughs> Go on. We're not only really fucking kids that did. Yeah. Like, 
It wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. Halloween yeah. wasn't a thing. Yeah. And like we'd ask our parents and they'd be like, that's an American tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't do that in Australia. We're in Australia. Um, and we're like, yeah, we want lollies. Like, so mollies? Lo- <laughs> lollies. Right. Um, I remember one year I dressed up as a surfer. Scary. No, no, it wasn't scary. Like, it wasn't scary at all. It wasn't a dead surf or nothing. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of things. We didn't have access to all this shit. Yeah. Right? So you just had what you had. Mm. And it was fucking cold. <laughs> Why were you in the surf? I was dressed like I was in the surf. Yeah. Um, and we didn't, I guess, yeah, like our parents were right. It was an American thing. So we had no fucking clue what it actually meant, right? Yeah, yeah. We didn't know the whole trick or treat. And so I remember we went to this one house and they were like. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. There she goes. Um, they were like, trick. Fucking Mia. <laughs> and I'm like, what? They're like, trick. <laughs> like, what about it? They're like, you got to do a trick. I, I, I don't have a trick. What do you mean I have to do a trick? (laughs) Like, well, if you want your treat, you have to do a trick. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck, Michelle. Michelle's like, "Mm." (laughs) Michelle. Michelle wasn't athletic. She wasn't. She's a bitch. That's what Michelle. That's what (laughs) Michelle was good at. Um. So I was like, okay, I think I did a cartwheel. Like, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's all I can do. Got yeah. our lollies. I think we got apples. Apples, yeah. Hate that. I was so try hard. It was like, fuck. Do you know what? I reckon that our town would have hated Michelle and I. Yeah. Like, here they go again. Fuck. Parents don't give a fuck, do yeah. they? They're those kids Mm. walking around just trying to fucking get treats off us or trying to wash cars, (laughs) trying to sell our own flowers back to us. (laughs) Yeah, we did that. Wow. It's a Gary Lee thing. We would make bunches of flowers from people's gardens. That's hilarious. (laughs) And sell them back to them. That's great. Yeah, we'd offer car washing. Yeah. See, it was even even less of a thing in Dimboola, trick or treating, mm. Halloween. Like no one, no one did it. No. There was nothing. There was nothing about it at school. Yeah, nothing. we we didn't do anything at school. So I I remember a mate and I going trick or treating in Dimboola. Yeah. Back in the, well, it would have been probably the late 80s. And did you just take a bag from Tucker Bag um, for your lollies to go in? We probably didn't take anything. No, didn't expect anything. Didn't expect anything. <laughs> like, I remember we, we knocked on this door. It was probably the only door we knocked on. Mm. <laughs> knocked on this door. Like this this old woman came to the door. I'm like, trick or treat. She's like, what? <laughs> like, trick or treat. I don't know what you want. She shut the door on us. <laughs> <laughs> and did you dress up? Uh, would, yeah, I would have had um, plastic fangs and a bit of fake blood. Right. 
or a show bag, no doubt. Yeah. That's about it. Maybe some fake eyes. Show bags from like the Melbourne show? Mm, no, I didn't bull a show. Back then it was okay. all right. Yeah. Back then it was the Dimmy show was, was pretty good. I remember. Yeah, pony rides and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't have enough ponies in the paddock to ride? Nah. And the, uh, the wood chopping competition. That was always huge. Oh, I bet. Did you have that and bitten? No. You didn't have any wood chopping. Did you have a bitten no. shirt? No. No. No, <laughs> oh, no. There you go. No. We had Hastings Day. Hastings Day? Yeah, Hastings Day. Right. Hastings Day. Hastings Day. Um, you know, even though bitten, especially back then, was a like a smaller little country town kind of thing, um, there wasn't a big like farming kind of thing. Like there, like there, there was farms yeah. that obviously did like livestock and stuff, but not to the extent where everyone got their fucking axe out and did wood chopping and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. Like, I get that when I when I drive through there. Like yeah. it's small, but it's not it's not like real rural. No, and it never was. Like it was more closer to like coastal. Yeah. Um, you know, co- closer to the wineries, and you got all those little beaches that back onto like Balnearing and stuff. Yeah. So, um, and then like there's the um the navy base and stuff so it was yeah it was a little bit different in that retrospect so we had hastings day um which basically was um bogan celebration day okay i'd say i'd call it that because everyone would just get fucked up yeah go on the rides take their kids um, bunch of there'd be rides, there'd be uh, there'd always be like someone singing, yeah, general show stuff. But you never got a show back from there. No. Did you have good rides? Yeah, no, they were always good rides. Um, what you'd see at an average carnival, right? The go around, um, and we'd have a parade down Main Street. Okay, yep. And there'd be the parade and that. They used to be really big. They used to be really big. Yeah, we used to, we used to have a parade. You have like the more. scouts and the local primary schools. Yeah, and the marching band. We yeah. floats. Yeah. I was on a float one day. Right. I don't know. I can't remember what for. But I remember bawling my eyes out beforehand <laughs> and I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Someone convinced me to do it. I can't remember what I was on there for. I wasn't doing. Right. I, I think it was like waving to people or something, like by myself, yeah. up on this flight. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just. I just remember that. Right. I'm not sure if I was ever in the parade. I have a feeling I was once, at least. Um, but I remember. All the cars would go through, like the old cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, the scouts, the girl guides. It's crazy because I think like Dimbul was that small and the parade that I can remember. You're like, this is everyone. This is everyone. Who How is, is anyone who? watching? Exactly, exactly. 
divorce. Yeah, we'd always have people come from different, like the the towns around it yeah. as well, or people in the parade would be from like surrounding towns as yeah. well. Um, yeah, it's weird shit. Like you'd always have like the Anzacs walking down as well, like the people from yeah. the RSL and yeah. um, yeah, and then it. Died off a bit. Yeah. As the years went on, um, the community changed, I guess, as it does. Yeah. It went from, there's still a lot of young families down there, but it went from, I mean, back when I was a kid, my parents, like many others, were having the opportunity to buy to be first homeowners with larger lots of land, you know, and like it was everything was really based around that. Right. Whereas now, yeah, you've still got like young families and that, but it's so much harder to buy a house. You know, there's a lot more rental properties. It's starting to become more populated there and you've got like bigger shops and everything. And I guess like it just the dynamics of the community changed, if that makes sense. So the same core values I don't think are really there as what they once were. Like um, it was like a little town that they celebrated, whereas now it's like, yeah. Right. It's just there. It's just there. Yeah. It's just another town. It's like the second Frankston. Yeah. How long has the, um, the naval base been there for? Like for as long as you can remember? Yeah. Like right, yeah. okay. So long time. Yep. Long time. Um, used to go down there for school. Yeah. Um, to the base. Yeah, to yeah. the base. And they'd, we'd always do tours around there, and you know they'd because they'd always be trying to say like, join, mm. see the world, become a, a cadet first. Yeah. You could do cadets. I remember going home one day and being like, Dad, I want to be a cadet, and Dad's yeah. like. It's like, no way, no way. He's like, you want to go yeah. after school to be yelled at? How about I just yell at you? <laughs> <laughs> and I think in hindsight it's probably one of the um, decisions that my dad's made that I'm actually thankful for. Yeah, right. Because, well, think about it. You know I don't like taking direction. I don't like being told what to do. Can you imagine me being told what to do? Mm. Yeah. I reckon it would just shape you up a little bit. No, I reckon mm. it would just make me tantrum. <laughs> so um, he was like, you will, you, will, you will not like it. Yeah. And I was like, pretty sure you don't. You don't know that. Yeah. Dad's like, no, I know that. You won't like it. You will get yelled at. And you will get told to do things that you don't want to do. You won't like it. You're yeah. not going. And I was like, well, I want to go now. Um, also. Yeah. So, but then I think what stopped me was I saw the uniform and I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm not wearing that. Really? Yeah. I'm not oh. doing it. Mm-mm. Of all things, that's what did it. Yep. Right. Yep. See, I remember coming home one day and telling dad that I was thinking about joining the army. And he goes, well, if you do, nothing will make me happier. 
fuck, that's so, you've told me that. And, that and, is, and, yeah. Isn't that a tremendous amount of pressure? Like So it, much pressure. I'm like, okay, well, nothing. Nothing else nothing I do else is going to be ever exactly, good enough. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah. So because I never went in the army. Well, you just never. <laughs> just disappointed my dad. No, no. Mm. No, absolutely not. This is, um, sorry to cut you off, but parents, I'm very mindful with what I say to the kids mm. because of I think about the things that my parents said which I don't think they meant yeah, to be sure. so damaging or so, you know, really like shaping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for you sure. You know, so like your dad wouldn't have meant yeah, yeah, yeah. that definitively. Like, exactly. But you remember it. I remember it. You know, 100% <laughs> yeah. you remember that. And like so I'm very mindful now of the things that I say. Because they stick. They do. Yeah, I remember Jodie, my sister, when she got pregnant with her first child. Yeah. Telling dad. Oh. And he's like, hmm, oh well, shit happens. Fuck. <laughs> That's what he said. But he, he wouldn't have meant it like that. Like mm. he would have, I guess, meant it as a bit of a. Almost like not knowing how to respond. Yeah. You know, should I be happy? Should I? As, should. as a father from that time, yeah. especially when um, there was a, so much emotional disconnection between mm. parents and children. Yeah. There really was, yeah. especially the father. Yeah. The father had a role that was to be this strong male that, basically had no emotions mm. he just did mm. and you respected dad and you that that was it yeah, yeah that was it um you didn't like your dad didn't just turn around and say i love you yeah yeah and he didn't just hug you yeah you know like um i remember telling no i didn't tell my dad that i was pregnant with tj because mm -hmm. i was way too much pussy to do that yeah so I, because, you know, I'm all about like the sentimental gestures mm -hmm. anyway. So I um, put a 3D ultrasound picture of TJ in a frame and I wrote, um, and this is where dad gets par from now, mm -hmm. but I wrote, because dad's last name is Papa Constantino mm -hmm. and he never wanted to be called a papal. So... I wrote world's greatest papa and I put that in there in a in a bag with a like four zero jumpsuit so it was mm -hmm. teeny tiny and um I had him and my sisters over for dinner one night and then as he was leaving I was like yeah I got you something don't open it until you get home and then after that, like major, major anxiety, uh -huh. major anxiety, and my phone started ringing. I couldn't answer it. 
I could not answer it. So I rejected his calls yep. for like half an hour and I start getting messages and he's like, fucking answer your fucking phone. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I answer it and he's like, this is the best news ever. <laughs> and he's like crying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. We've been stoked. Yeah. But, you know, like I was 20. Mm. When I was pregnant with TJ, and when yeah. like when you're a twenty year old, you think you're a full grown adult. But like looking back now, I was a child, yeah. and I can't imagine being how old was my dad? Forty nine. I can't imagine being my dad and looking at his twenty year old daughter, mm. who he would definitely think is a child. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's it's definitely, yeah. I did it. I still did it though. Like I still did it. I remember when we were pregnant with Robbie and I told Dad and I was, I was very casual with that. Like I just called him into our room one day, picked up the pregnancy test and I said, look. Mm. <laughs> but then with, with this one, um. I kind of did the same thing. Like I gave him, I'm like, oh, I got you some stuff here because I think I had some things that I wanted to give him. So I had those in the bag and then I had the little onesie that we got Mm -hmm. printed and I had that wrapped up and he was over at the dining table unwrapping them all. That's right. I got him some protein powder and stuff. So he was unwrapping it all at the dining table and I just started getting all fucking weird, didn't I? So I'm in the kitchen just like. Got the fridge open, just <laughs> looking in the fridge yep. for ages. Mm. And then I'd shut the fridge, I'd go into the pantry, go back into the fridge. <laughs> and then I hear, what? And I look up over the fridge door and he goes, what's this? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> and I look back down in the fridge and Dad's like, oi, what's this? I've gone, yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what are you looking at? And then he's um he was yeah, all he was all tearing up and stuff. Yeah. And Jesse was over the moon and Sam's like, Are you having a baby? <laughs> oh my fuck. No. <laughs> nah. Just got that for shits and giggles, just to fuck with you all. <laughs> fuck. She's like, so. You're pregnant, right? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and Jesse's like, Sam. <laughs> and even her boyfriend's like, really? You, what? <laughs> They're all hugging and congratulating her. And you're like, so. Gotta love her. You're pregnant? Gotta love her. <sighs> Sammy. Ah, my goodness. What were we talking about before I went on that? Um, Oh, like things that, yeah, that parents say that, mm. you know, like like Jody telling, oh. Yeah. What was, um. That that wasn't, you're right, like it wasn't a very. Emotional 
kind of guy. You know what? Ava like, was my I, th- I think he was, but he didn't show it. No, because you didn't. Mm. You didn't. You didn't show it because their fathers didn't show it. And I think, like, I never met his dad. Yeah. But by all reports, he was a pretty hard man. He's German. Yeah. And, you know, it, that's funny because <laughs> so that's, I feel like that's just a storyline. Like my grandfather, I met him, and he wasn't extremely hard, but from when he, for apparently when he was younger, yeah. he was, like dad right. growing up and stuff. But his father before him was a hard man. Yeah. That's what I would hear. Yeah. He was a hard man. Yeah. And I think it's just, just, you know, generation after generation, like they just take on what they see from their fathers. Yeah. And, you know, so my dad, he, was, he wasn't a hard man. Like he wasn't a, you know, he, he wasn't like that or anything. But um, like I was always, you know, I'll openly say it, dad was always my favourite. And, like, I know that he was very hands-on when I was a kid, like lots of educational stuff and um, played games and stuff with me. But um, he never talked about his emotions. He never he never said, I love you or anything like that. Yeah. Like it was, you know, dad was dad. Yeah. Dad was dad. And, like, <laughs> look how I threaten the kids with you, right? And they're like, fucking I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mum would threaten me with dad. Yeah. Tell your father, oh, no, no, don't, don't, yeah. don't tell dad, don't mm. tell dad. <laughs> the kids now, I'm like, I'll tell dad. They're like, yeah. <laughs> What's <laughs> he going to fucking do? <laughs> not going to take anything off me. You just keep on saying that. Yeah. Kick him in the balls. <laughs> um, the first time I saw my dad cry, mm was when I was 14, 14, yeah, I was 14 and my cousin had passed away Mm. and he had to tell me, it was when he told me that he cried and I'd never, I'd never seen my dad cry before that. That was even earlier that year, it was my great-grandmother's, Funeral, mm-hmm. and my dad and my uncles were, you know, the coffin bearers. Yeah. And still, then she was ninety-two. Yeah. They were like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when Dad told me, and I knew something was wrong with him, he he picked me up from school camp that day, mm. and he obviously couldn't hold it in any longer. And he told me that night, and he just cried and he sobbed. Like, a, you know, that uncontrollable yeah. sob. And my heart just broke for two reasons. Um, and then I didn't I didn't see him cry again until, um, until I was pregnant with TJ mm-hmm. and my grandfather passed away. Yeah. There's a big gap between them. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Just, but now, and it was when my grandmother passed away, 
but dad changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Become a lot more open. Yeah. With his um, emotions. And the breaking point was mum passing mm-hmm. that dad really, because dad started seeing a, um, he started doing some kind of therapy, like meditation and everything like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's, you know, he ends phone calls now with I love you. And mm. You see how he is with the boys, always asking for hugs. And yeah, fuck, yeah. They, they just twist his arm. Like yeah. he, he fucking hand feeds them. Mm. Like Robbie yeah. will be Robbie will be cracking the shits and TJ will be like, he's so naughty. And Dad will be like, oh, no, he's not naughty, TJ. You're not naughty, Robbie. <laughs> Here, let me feed you your food with this spoon because you can't do it yourself. Like, yeah. what do you want? Oh, you want that? Okay, Pa, we'll get you that. It's like, fucking hell, like, you were never like this for me. Yeah, like, yeah. But. You hear a lot that they soften with their older age as yeah. well. But yeah, it, I hear it a lot from everyone, mm. and I think, I think eventually that'll be very much a thing of the past. Dad's being that strong, not standoffish, but you know, emotionless man of stone kind of thing. I think that'll be eventually a thing of the past because I think so many people grew up craving it and wanting that from their dads that they've almost vowed to be the complete opposite with their own kids and you see so much more hands-on dads and, you know, love your mate and all of this stuff, which is beautiful. And I think eventually, yeah, that um, stoic, quiet Man of few words will be a thing of the past. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can't. Except for the the sort of getting mellower as you get older because I'm just getting grumpier. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. No, but th- that's going to happen and then eventually we're going to have grandchildren. Right. And then you go the other way right. again. Gotcha. Yep. You go the other way. That's apparently what happens. You have your own kids and you're like, fuck this. This is hard as fuck. I'm angry. <laughs> and then you get your grandchildren and you don't have to have them all the time. So yeah. you're like, this is fun. Mm. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Um, and also you got nothing else to do. So it's like, yeah, I'll look after your kids. Yeah. I'm not trying to juggle everything like so I, I was th- when you were a kid. I think we're going to have plenty to do. Yeah. I don't think we'll be, you know. I think we'll have plenty to do as well. I don't think we'll. I don't, I can't see us being. Sit at home knitting type. Yeah, I can't see us being the. Um, stereotypical retirees. Yeah. I'll have some group going, making rallies or <laughs> fucking jam. Yeah. I'll have something going yeah. that will wear me out, but I won't stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My hip will be popping out, but I'll be like, I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. Yeah. You better 
two shoulder replacements. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get the 80 year olds to do friggin' <laughs> clean and jerks or something. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. They'll be like, I can't do it. <laughs> Not my osteoporosis. Yeah, I, I, I love watching the uh, the oldies do the exercise. I see it a lot when I'm driving around. Mm. The oldies out and about doing exercise, and the um, the Asian oldies are the funniest because they they really get into it. They're walking around mm. with their dumbbells in their hands, with no fucks walk. to give. That's what I love. But they also. The woman also walks about 50 metres in front of the man. Yeah. <laughs> He's left behind. Like, well, <laughs> how are you enjoying your walk for a star? Like, That's how they're enjoying it because they're right, apart. Maybe right, maybe right. But I saw this one guy yesterday um, in Box Hill. And um, he was sitting in a park, sitting on the chair on the park bench. Mm. He's sitting down and he'd stand up. And he'd sit down. No, he'd stand he's doing up. squats. He's doing these like squats. He's seated yeah, squats. He's physio probably told yeah. him practice on yeah, a chair. Maybe. And he put his arms out straight as he stood oh, up. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's funny. I used to love um, when I was a diversional therapist. What? A diversional therapist. What's a diversional therapist? Basically, what I do with the kids now, but for older people. Um, my job was to literally divert them, divert their train of thought, right, so that they didn't remember that they were in a nursing home, right, okay. So they didn't sit there and wallow in their pity. So, yeah. <laughs> obviously, more than that, that sounds horrible. It was actually extremely fulfilling. So, um. I think what they call them now is leisure somethings, leisure coordinators. What's up with these names? They've always got to fucking change them. Yeah. Diversional therapist wasn't, I don't know. Right. Sorry, I was a DT. That's yeah. what we call it, a DT. And, um, yeah, it was cool. Like some days, like depending on what program we choose, it would be literally just sitting down with the residents and having a cup of tea with them. And just like reminiscing, yeah. and they tell me all their fucking stories. They were jealous. I'd be like, I don't want to be here. I want to. I want to go back to when you were a kid. Yeah. Um. When you had kids, like, it sounds. I know it was hard, but you sounded significantly just happy. Yeah. Like just. That's it. You know, like blissful. And just happy with what you had. Yeah. Um, and then other times we'd make things, we'd like dry flowers and we'd press them or like I'd paint their nails. Um, the guys were obviously a bit harder. So I'd have to figure out something with them. I'd have to pretend that I was I liked football or something, <laughs> you know. Um, sometimes we'd have dances and... All sorts of things, and I'd take them. Sometimes I'd take them into the um, little gym. So, like, I'd go and get. I'd have to get one after the other. So mm. I'd be like, right, <laughs> and I'd put one of them in their wheelchair. I'd scoot them down, and then I'd go back. I get another one. I get another. Mm-hmm. One. I'd set like like five of them up, and I just like give them dumbbells and yeah. do little stuff with their arms, and it was just great. It was just beautiful, and they just loved it. Like they yeah. just 
Just loved it. And um yeah, it was it was so good. It was so good. I just loved how especially because like, you know, they were from a time where like exercise was really what was it? Like you, know, like you saw it in you saw it in those like magazines and it was, everything was like drawing. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, 1950s housewife should do these leg lifts. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. were really like just sexist, yeah. um, you know, like keep your your waist small and your hips big kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a real novelty for them, really. Exercise wasn't exactly a thing. You, you think back in those days, though, there'd be a lot more sort of manual labour jobs you know like yeah there'd be no sitting behind a computer absolutely so that's so so, yeah so that's where like exercise was very much just an aesthetically pleasing novelty kind of thing so giving them a dumbbell was really weird for them Mm. um but they just loved it and they just embraced it and um even like when we'd go and visit Nana, she'd always tell me that she's lifting weights now. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and um, yeah, they just love it. It just makes them feel good. Makes everyone feel good. That's why I like women lifting weights because like it empowers. I felt great this week. Yeah. Like physically. Yeah. Just from the exercise. I've, I've really been enjoying the workouts. We've been doing together. Yeah. Which is not something I could normally say. Yeah. <laughs> not because I didn't enjoy the workout itself or enjoy working out with you. It was always like I just wanted to get it over and done with quick. Yeah. If I was working out by myself, I'd have some workout on my phone. Yeah. Straight up get changed down. Bam, go, yeah. done in half an hour, mm-hmm. smash it out. Whereas it's a bit more of a process yeah. with you and I because we'd write the well, you'd write the program out. Mm-hmm. We'd have a bit of preparation to do. Uh, and, sometimes know, I have to show you the movements. Sometimes and... I have to show you the movements. But I get such a better workout yeah. when I do it with you. Yeah. And obviously now... I've got this whoop strap. Yeah, pushes you pushes, even more. Pushes me even yeah. more. And they're just they're just exercises that you wouldn't do. Yeah. On your own. Yeah. You wouldn't. You you're comfortable. I do exercises that I like. Yeah, which. Yeah. Is effective to some extent. And then. Well, it's- I, I I feel like they're effective because. I do them pretty much because I can't do them anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually, you know, I'm breaking a sweat. You know, but I say to some extent because you're doing the same exercises regularly, you're using the same muscles. Right. Yeah. You're only going to go so far with that unless you start, like, um, you know, going up in weight. Yeah, yeah. Which you still can't really buy a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to chop half your leg off and buy an expensive kettlebell. Yeah. No, but it, it, it's it's been good. 
Yeah. It's been really good. I enjoy it. I just wrecked the next day. Yeah. Because I don't know what go gentle means. <laughs> Especially now. No. Like you're already carrying extra weight. Yep. Worked up. Mm. I um like I show up to my my training girl and they're like, How are you feeling? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, I'm fucking sore. Yeah. And they're like, oh, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why. And then they see me post this workout that I've done. They're like, that's why you're fucking sore. <laughs> why yeah. are you deadlifting 60 kilos still? I'm like, yeah. why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I was watching <laughs> you do those those squat kicks yeah. yesterday. I'm thinking. My range of motion is amazing stuff. I'm like, how can you do that? <laughs> and that was at the end of our workout. Mm. You just smash it. I'm it's like, just that's just like she's pretty much still kicking my ass. Always. 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 That's just my um Yeah, but that's like my zone stuff. Like I will always do well with that kind of stuff. That yeah. kind of workout. Like anything like martial arts, kicking, punching, I'll always be able to go hard and just be fine. Just keep on going. Just keep yeah. on going. Cause I just love it. Yeah. It's like Without going on a tangent, there's this, it's not a prophecy, but it's like, it's a study with this philosopher came up with this called You Flow. Right. That shit's my flow. Yeah. Um, but other things I'll struggle with. Other things I'll slow down with. But that kind of stuff, like explosive movement with the kicking and the punching, because I love that movement so much and it just gives me so much energy while I do it. I just go the whole time. Yeah. Whole time. Other stuff, not so much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I actually think, I actually think that I will have this baby and go back to kickboxing. Okay. I actually think I will. Yeah. You're going to fight someone? Fuck yeah. Really? Yeah. You're actually fight? Yeah. I watch UFC every Sunday now and I'm just like, Oh, I just want to hit someone. Yeah. I just want to hit someone. Like, you know how I've said to you, I'm like, doesn't this make you want to fight? And you're like, yeah. makes me want to go and do that's MMA. It, train. Makes yeah. me want to train, doesn't yeah. make me want to go fight. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Maybe something's wrong with me. I want to go and fight. Yeah. I want to go and fight. It was one of the biggest things I loved about the Ultimate Fighter series mm. when that was on. Like, you see them working out in the gym. You're like, oh, man. Like your motivation. Just, yeah, I just want to get out there and work out now. Yeah. No, it doesn't make me want to work out. It makes me want to fight. Yeah. Just Okay. Yeah. I honestly think, well, even if we're not done with having kids after this one, because you know how I said um, I would, you know, like my breast implants. Yeah. You get them done every 10 years. Yeah. Are we coming up to that? No. no. Got them in 2015. Yeah. 15? End of 14, maybe. End of 2014, yeah. possibly. Yeah. End of 2014, because it was just before Christmas. Um, 
but you know obviously no point in getting them refreshed yeah unless we've we're done with kids what i've also been thinking about when that time comes just to get them out and then just get a lift and just go back to a natural size yeah. um because one of my things has been i think we've talked about it in the past is if like if i was to actually go back in the ring i'd bust a tip yeah. uh usc fighters it well misha tate has breast implants yeah um but you know what i'll be honest they're so bugged up now that if I popped one, I probably, <laughs> I probably, I'd be like, oh, wow, well, already fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just take it out. Yeah. Take it out. Take the other one yeah. out too while you're there and mm. we'll fix them up later. Yeah. We'll, we'll fix them up. Yeah, I guess you just don't want them to bust open inside. No. Well, luckily they're saline. Right. So the water solution. Yeah. So yeah. It's better than silicon. Um. Yeah, I just think why not? I get my shoulder back to good. That that's gonna be my my downfall is my yeah. shoulder. But yeah, just, I like kicking stuff. Yeah. Punching not so much. Kick stuff. Just love it. Love kicking stuff. Yeah. So good. So great. I would do the training. I'm not interested in fighting, but I would I would do that kind of training. How do you think you would go watching me in a fight? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I reckon I'd be okay. I say that now, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. My dad would be all for it. Yeah. Like yeah. my dad would be all for yeah. it. He'd be like on the edge. He'd be in my he'd be in my he'd corner. Yeah. He would have the fucking towel. He'd be like, yep, yeah, nah, yeah. doing great, just kill her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one. I've never been in a situation like that. Yeah. So. But I'd like to think I I'd I'd be okay. I'd get cornrows. <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would. Fuck, they look like they take hours to do. Oh, I would not get them. Fuck, they'd hurt. They look like they hurt. They'd hurt so bad. And I'm like, I can't even have a braid without complaining yeah. that my head's my head's sore. You cover, you know, shin to the head. Yeah. <laughs> I can't concentrate. I've got a headache. Yeah. I'll have a headache the next day. So, yeah, maybe I'd probably handle you like watching you fight with the complaining the next day. <laughs> Not so sure about. Yeah. Nah, I think I'd be fine. So you're not good when you're sick. No, not at all. So beaten up and headachey. Yeah, but I'd know what's wrong with me. Part of when I'm sick, the worst part is when I don't 100 percent know what's wrong with me. Right. And I'm just sick. Like when I had the flu. I wanted to die. I was like, I'm going to die. I actually think I'm going to die. <laughs> and then you took me to the doctors and then they couldn't see me to begin with. And then I was like, oh, my, my God, I'm just not going to get better. Um, and I think the anxiety fuels it. So I get really sad. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be loved because I'm so sick. 
Um, I don't like being alone when I'm sick. Yeah. Hate it. It's so strange because I'm the opposite. I want everyone to fuck off. No, like, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like being left alone. Like I know that you guys are trying to give me space, but like I'm in, I'm in bed by myself. Yeah. And I'm just sad and I'm just like I'm crying on my own because I feel so awful and yeah. I'm in so much pain. Oh, like it's literally just a pity party for myself and I just want all of you guys to come and fuss over me. <laughs> that, yeah. That's what I want. I want you to I want you to come and sit on the bed and I want you to just stroke my hair and Rob can do that. <laughs> yeah, it fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Shit hurts. Um it was like even Two nights ago when I was, I, I felt rotten. Yeah. I was laying down before we had dinner. Yep. And then I thought I was going to be sick. And then I got up and I laid in TJ's bed because Robbie yep. and TJ were in there. Yeah. And I wanted <laughs> to be by myself. So I went and laid in there with the boys, but I didn't want to go to sleep. So I got my phone out and I was like scrolling marketplace because I'm like, what, what, what random shit can I buy when I don't feel well? Yeah. Um, then we had dinner and then I think that made it worse because we had junk that night. Yeah. And I was so in and out when I went to bed and then TJ came and said goodnight to me and I was asleep. Yeah. And I woke up and I've gone, is it, is it morning? And he's like, no, mum, I'm going to bed. I'm like, oh, I thought it was morning. I said goodnight to him. And then I dreamt all of that night that I had COVID. Oh, Jesus. And you were adamant that we were going on a holiday. I was like, I can't, I'm not allowed. I have to quarantine for 14 <laughs> days. Um. I woke up fine the next day and then we smashed that workout last night that I'd been wanting mm. to do. But he just needed rest. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Apparently I'm doing too much. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I found the data that the whoop strap is giving me, the app is giving me. Yeah. Very interesting when it comes to sleep and recovery. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm not getting enough sleep. Like it tells me the night before, like I say, look, I'm, I'm getting up at five. Yeah. And I say, well, you need to be in bed now. Yeah. <laughs> to to get the most yeah. out of this. And that's at about, you know, half past eight. Like, yeah. oh, you need to be in bed now. I'm like, well, that's not happening. Mm-mm. So... Usually the most, like when I get up in the morning, about five minutes after I get up, it'll tell me, okay, your sleep data has been um, calculated and it brings up a graph and I can see how many times I've woken up through yeah. the night, which is usually six or seven, which is pretty normal apparently. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the time you don't realise you're awake. Yeah. Sort of wake up, roll over, go back yeah. to sleep, kind of thing. Um, so, I guess so six or seven, eight disturbances a night. Um, and I wake up feeling okay. Yeah. But I also feel like, you know, because we get up to Rob throughout the night yeah. when he jumps in, come down, go to the toilet, get his bottle, 
whatever. Go back out and then dog barks and the animal starts crying kind of thing. I wake up and I feel like, man, it must have been like such a shit night's sleep. You know? Yeah. Because it wasn't solid. But the app will tell me, well, actually, you got an hour and a half to two hours of REM sleep. Yeah. Which is optimal. Yeah. Which is, that's, that's the deep sleep. That's, that's what, you, what you need. Everything else is, so, yeah. you know, as long as you've got that. And how many hours is optimal? I, for I that? Think, I, th- I think, like, I think it's only about two hours. Okay. I might be wrong, but yeah, the rest of it's sort of light sleep. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, like I'm, I'm still getting the sleep that you need. That I need. Yeah. I actually really struggled last night. I had a good sleep for the majority of the night. And then after that, I just could not sleep. And I was just laying there, just like, flat on my back and then rolling over and then rolling over and I was just like, fuck, do I get up? Yeah. And then I remembered what happened last Saturday and I was like, you cannot get up. Because yeah. last Saturday I got up at 3 a.m. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to study. And I did. And I died Yeah. when you got home from work. I was delirious. I was delirious. It was messed up Yeah. how tired I was. Yeah. Could possibly have something to do with how fucked up I was this week. Yeah. Because it wasn't just the other night that I was pretty shit. But the night before that I was pretty average as well, I think. I didn't do yeah. much. I was I was pretty yeah. crap. And I'd, I'd put it down to I was getting up at 5.30 every morning and just doing too much. Yeah. Just doing too much. Because I'm training – Anywhere between three to six clients a day. So, I think I, I think under normal normal circumstances, you getting up at that hour, you would be fine. Yeah, with. but I need to stop approaching life like I'm not pregnant. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I feel like that's making all the difference at the moment. Hundred percent. So your body is saying, "You need to slow down." Yeah, and I'm saying, um, <laughs> "No," <laughs> because I'm telling the baby that this is what's going to happen afterwards anyway. Yeah. Okay. So get used to it. Get used to it. Yeah. Baby just kicked. <laughs> Baby's like, "Fuck really? off!" <laughs> Not happening. Sore ass from the seat. My butt's starting to get sore from yesterday's workout. Mm. My left butt cheek. <laughs> from the left donkey kicks. Yeah, I wasn't doing it properly on the right ones. Right. I realised that when I started doing it in the left one. I'm like, oh, oh okay. this is how I'm supposed to be doing it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So my left butt cheek hurts today. I get pure enjoyment out of people telling me that they don't like me when I'm training them. Yeah. And that they might tell me how sore they are the next day. Yeah. Like I like it's For bitches. It's a fucking like I just love it. Yeah. Because I know I've done my job properly. 
um, had a husband and wife duo today. And um, they both said, because they like swapped over, and they're like, we both talk about how lovely you are as a person and how much we like you, but you're so mean as a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, it's my job. Don't want me being nice, do you? I get glimpses of it at home. When like we're when we're training, yeah. 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 yeah, because I go into a different mode and I have to tell myself when you and I are training together to stop. I have to tell myself. I'm like, don't do it. Don't start bossing him around. That's fine. Yeah, I don't mind. Like yeah, but then I feel like you'll eventually be like, no, we're not training together anymore. No. No, I think I'm past that, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm past that. I look forward to it. Because, like, sometimes I'll look over at you and I'm like, don't tell him. Don't. It's all right. He's not going to hurt himself. Just leave him. Leave him. Don't. Don't. You don't need to correct it. It's fine. He's not I'm doing tall anything. and lanky. Yeah, I'm like, he's not. Correcting. But I'm like, he's not doing anything. There's not no injury is going to happen. Yeah. He's just being either sloppy or he's just being lazy. He's not. He's tired. Lazy. Lazy. Um, I'm like, just leave it. You can't keep telling him what to do all the time. You have to stop that. Like you do that in every aspect of life. So <laughs> just have fun with him now. You're hard on yourself. <laughs> um. But yeah, like sometimes I find myself talking to you like you're one of my one of my clients. Right. And I have to like reel it back. Yeah. I'm like, you're not, you're not working now. You're not working. This is enjoyment. But yeah, I mean, you've just given me the green light now. So go for it. Mm. It's good. If it, if it pushes me a little further, a little harder, I'm okay with it. I think um, in some twisted way as well, I think it puts a bit of pressure on you because I'm your spouse. For sure. You know, like, and I'm pregnant. For sure. And, you that, know. That's part of, like, part of motivation for working out every day anyway, you know. Like, wow. She's a trainer. Yeah. You know, her spouse has to look yeah. the part as well, you know, like I can't be a slob. Like when um, when we were doing the cleans the other day and we did some snatches as well and I knew you were uncomfortable with it to begin with and I'm like, no, nah. he'll be right. And I, but I think it was good. I think that kind of pressure made you like get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And then you did it, and you were great. Like you were great by the end of it. You gotta, you gotta get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. It's just that fine line mm. of pushing someone or help, just helping them get out of it. When you well, push you someone too much, it's not nice. Yeah, but you know, I'm not the type of person that's gonna say. No, fuck it. I'm not doing that. No, but I also know you're the kind of person that won't tell me if you just like, nah. No, nah. not about it. No, I think I will. In some instances. I'll tell you things that I don't like doing. 
I'll still go. Yeah. Well, no, I've really enjoyed us training together. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. Also because I don't have to worry. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry. Um, like I know you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like I can just. Not going to die. No, but like I don't have to worry. I can just relax. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, like I'm not on the job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't have that pressure of time is of the essence or whatever. Like I can just, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. And you're like, you're always up for anything. Mm. So, yeah, I really, I really look forward to being able to run again. Like, I've gotten to a point where I can barely walk. <laughs> and I just, I just want to run again. Like, I haven't, haven't been for even a kilometer run yeah. since early in my pregnancy. And, um, yeah, I just, I just want to get the kid out and I just, I just want to go for a good solid 10K run. Let's get some new shoes. Yeah. And, because like my feet hurt all the time now. Yeah. Because I'm just like, you know, packing a bit of weight. Yeah, yeah. So my feet are like, whoa. Yeah. You're on them Ease all the up. Yeah. <laughs> like you're on us all the time. And now, now you just you just add in the kilos. Like, stop it. Um, I was thinking about it before and I was like, fuck, I think I need some new runners. Like yeah. I think the I think the souls of my runners have had enough. Like there's no gel left in them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're just my feet are just in agony. Yeah. Like by the end of the day, they're just done. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I can't wait to not have that pressure on my feet and I can't wait, like, just to get some new running shoes and have that bounce in my step and not feel like my lady bone parts down there are going to explode and crack. In a bad way. I don't think there's no oh, fuck explode. You're a dick. Um, dick. Yeah, and just oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he's such a fucking kid sometimes. <laughs> oh my god, you're like a teenage boy. <laughs> She's a dick. <laughs> explode. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> go on. I just I just can't wait to go for a run. Yeah. And I like I get really I get really jealous now. I've hit that part. So like I drive down the boulevard and there's all of these people just fucking running all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm about to fucking knock you over with my car. Jesus. Um, yeah, no, I'm like, stop running. Stop. <laughs> stop running, because I can't walk. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. So um oh, I think that's what Oh. Only 15 more weeks. Yeah. I'm pack my maternity bag to the hospital. I was telling Julie today what I'm taking. Taking my bottle of Chandon 
my container of oxy shred. Jesus. Of all the things. A week's worth of body shapes. Just in case they keep me in for longer and I have to eat hospital food and not eating hospital food. Get my SRC recovery shorts. Pack some stuff for the baby, <laughs> of course. Just a few things. <sighs> that first sip of champagne. Yeah. Oh, champagne. champagne tastes like shit. Nice champagne does not taste like shit. The bottle I'm packing in the bag is a good $100 bottle okay. <laughs> that you're buying me. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So please keep it chilled. Okay. Can't wait. Mm. Cannot wait. Um. Yeah, won't have a, a lot of stuff for the baby. Anyway, probably just have like some really generic white stuff. Jumpsuits. Yeah, so that we can then just like once the baby's born, we'll just go to the shops and buy the baby spray paint blue clothes. No. Spray paint shit blue. Or pink. So we can go to the shops and buy clothes for the baby once we know the gender of the baby. Because I know that there's all this gender neutral shit, but it's it's not as easy as everyone thinks it is. Yeah. It still looks like boy clothes and girl clothes. It really does. Really, really does. So I'm no, I I don't say it. I don't say it out loud. I don't say that I think we're having a girl. I'll refer to my tummy as she yeah. or her. But when people say to me, What do you think you're having? I say, I don't know. Because I was adamant TJ was a girl. TJ's not a girl. Robbie, I don't think I had any thoughts. But we knew pretty early on. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one. I don't want to say it. Yeah. I don't want to say it. Just because. But I can't, I actually cannot picture a boy for some reason. Whereas to start with, I was like, yep, three boys. That's what we've got. I don't know how I feel about that. It's going to be such a surreal experience once the baby's born and then being told. Yeah. Being told you have. Maybe they won't even tell us. Maybe they'll just give it to us. Congratulations, you have another son or congratulations, you have a daughter. Like It's got both. There is a very big possibility and I'll be like, cool. When do we let them decide what they want to be? Mm. How long do we wait for that? Because I could never make that decision. I think 14 is a good number. 14? Yeah, I said 14. 14? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is this is going a really strange way, but we're going to dive into it. So you're telling me, okay, are we talking about both 
genitals yeah. on the outside. So, it's got both. It's got both on the outside, not like female parts on the inside and a male part on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like there's on the outside, there's also the lady bits. Yeah. Okay. And the the balls. I've really thought this through. Okay. So, anyway, regardless of where the parts are located, you would let them go through 14 years of their life and then make the decision. Well, I don't think it's up to us to make the decision for them. No, I don't think that, but you think waiting for until 14? I don't know. I just pulled that number out of my You ass. really did pull that out of your ass without much thought. All right. Thanks for coming. See you next week. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, it's such a hard one because I could not decide for them. That's what I mean. I couldn't do that, but you'd have to find that. Well, they are are, uh, adult. Yeah, but but like, yeah, I know. But it's like, well, puberty would start to hit. Yeah. And then maybe if they didn't grow boobs, you'd be like, right, okay. Well, no, I'd just be more. I would be more worried about the mental side of things. Of course, like that—that that is the thing. Like, that's the biggest part. Would it? Would it be too much of a struggle to wait for them to figure out? You know, if they weren't happy just staying the way they were, or if there was something that you know they felt more strongly towards. Um. But. To also maybe feel burdened that they'd have this secret that they would have mm. to hide from people, you know, like the psychological. But I guess, I guess, in a sense, if you dealt with it correctly from the start, and you always had a therapist, and you always, you know, had the positive reinforcement and the the education behind it yeah. throughout the years, and to you know. Um, for them to be a secure individual and understand the scientific reasons as well that, you know, and that it, it is natural, it is normal, that they're, you know, then hopefully that would mm. maybe help the process for them to um, make the decision when they were ready, just be giving them the support that they need. Because people are harsh. People are horrible. It's, oh, my God, I see it every single day. Every single day. Oh, my God, I saw something. I, you know, everyone gets offended by fucking everything at the moment. And, like, no, not at the moment, always. Yeah. Always, right? And it's it's just really, like, you cannot do anything anymore. Nothing. You can't even make a joke. Yeah. No jokes because someone is getting their feelings hurt, right? I saw, oh, my God, what was it? Someone posted a meme, right, just a meme about something really trivial, just just stupid, right, just a joke, yeah, just a joke. And then some fucking dickhead 
had to go onto it and be like, how about you just be thankful for the fucking life that you've got and stop whinging about this stuff? And I'm like, it's a fucking joke. <laughs> just settle the fuck down. Just can we not have any fun? And if we're not allowed to complain about anything, then fuck. Like, seriously, like, <sighs> people complain about things even when they know that it's really not an issue. We like to complain. We do. We do, you know, and it's just differentiating the, the you know, if it's a real problem or not, yeah. right? But sometimes we just like to just fucking complain about something and just have a bit of a whinge. It just feels nice. It's funny. It can be funny mm. as well to just have a sook, you know, especially when you sook to someone about it and they're like, mm-hmm, me too, yep. fucking hate it. Yep. Fuck McDonald's. Yep. Dickheads. Stuck my order up again. Exactly. Every time. Oh, my God. My Get a Mac life. Is, my Macca's app wouldn't work today. Is that your problem? Worse. Get a life. There's worse things in the world. Oh. You can't tell me how to feel. Yeah, no shit. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. Everyone's too entitled to their own fucking feelings <laughs> <laughs> that you can't complain, but you can also not have feelings mm. about things. Mm. Kind of feelings about things. Yep. You're also not allowed to have an opinion. No feelings or opinions. No, none. But that my Mac is that. That's a really valid thing because I want my coffee stamp. Okay, oh, I pay a lot of money. I missed out on two. As, yeah, yeah, that's ten dollars. Yeah, yours didn't work either. The amount of times, yeah, and like, I could have gotten a free coffee by now. You, know, the amount of times that app crashes mm. or it freezes and I can't open it up in time. So like, I'll always do yeah. it. Go through the drive-through, get to the speaker, tell her what I want, get my phone out, open up my Macca's. Yeah. Fuck, it's not open. And then I don't get my stamp. And I've turned around to them and I'm like, can I just have a card? They're like, oh, we don't do that anymore. And I'm like, yeah, well, your app doesn't work. I remember. And I reckon I spend about $20 a week at least on <laughs> coffee. Give me my fucking free coffee. Yeah, yeah. Remember when I was uh, Uber driving? Mm-hmm. And we used to get the cards, the Macca's cards. Yeah. It was buy 10, get one free. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. And this guy gave me one that was buy five, get one free. Yes, I do remember that. That was the best. Yeah. Which is essentially what these apps are now anyway. But back then. No, the app ones now are still buy 10, get one free because they fuck it up (laughs) so many times. Yeah. Yeah. I love a Macca's coffee now since I started drinking almond milk. Yeah, I've stopped drinking coffee altogether pretty much. Since when? Like last week? Well, like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? You come home, home smelling like coffee. No. As of last week, yes. You brought coffee cups in. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're... You'll have a chai. Okay. Some classes coffee. Okay. Um, I stand corrected. Yeah. 
I feel better without it. I don't. The only time I'll get a coffee is if I'm real sleepy. Yeah, see, coffee doesn't have that effect on me, right? It doesn't have it on me either, doesn't, but I pretend it does. Yeah. It, helps. it um, But unfortunately, I'm extremely caffeine dependent. Yeah. So if I do not hit my quota before 10 a.m., headache for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's bad. It's a horrible, horrible, but the thing is it's years and years of caffeine abuse. You still wean yourself off it. I could. Not willing to, though. Yeah, there we go. There's that. Yeah, I'm not. There's that. There's that. But I'm okay with it. It's not yeah. It's not something that I'm like, I need to change yeah. it. Right? I Because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my coffee in the morning. Yeah. I wake up, I have one coffee while I'm studying, and then I make my second coffee while I'm writing my program for the day. Sometimes I might even sneak a third one in while I'm getting dressed. And all this happens within 30 minutes of waking up. <laughs> no. But I enjoy it. Yeah. And then I might not have one for the rest of the day. Yeah. But if I do have one, I'll have one in the afternoon and I feel fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Yeah, let's call it. <laughs>